welcome welcome everyone welcome to self-proclaimed my name's Byre and I shall be your host so how are we doing I hope you're all good I hope the past couple of weeks have been great fruitful prosperous peaceful all of the above for me they've actually been pretty good so in the last episode I spoke about how I've finally 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 had this light bulb moment and basically I just need to stop taking myself so seriously like life is not that deep I am not doing anything groundbreaking or revolutionary I mean to a certain extent I am yes but it's not gonna kill me it's not gonna it should not kill me it shouldn't even bring me stress you know what I'm trying to achieve and I don't know I've been putting a lot of value and importance on things that don't really deserve that to be honest like I am more than my achievements I am more than the things that I do you know like I create you know it all comes from within basically um so yeah feeling grounded and feeling like my purpose and like my alignment is just back on track to where it needs to be like you never realize how far you stray until you finally get back to like base and back to to where your core is meant to be and I'm really really grateful for that and obviously I had to go through all all the stages of grief to get to this final stage which is acceptance so hence the title stage five acceptance why why are we basically comparing the past few months of my low moods sprinkle of depression to grief so if you haven't caught up I'll give you a quick little rundown I had been ill last year in December I had an asthma flare-up so that prevented me from performing at December trials and then I had a dodgy hip so I was injured and that put me in a not so confident position for Feb trials and that hip got worse basically and now I'm in a position where I'm rehabbing I had to get a steroid injection um and like have all these scans and stuff and I've basically not been rowing for like two weeks um yeah so this means that I won't be doing April trials and I mean even in the last episode I was like I'm ready for it like I'm ready to have fun at April trials and you know just let the result be what the result is I definitely was still clinging on and like hoping that I'd be able to do April trials but obviously if you're injured you need to take time to rest and recover you need to take time to heal because there's no point in putting yourself out there when you haven't given your body the opportunity to even get to a fraction of as good as it's meant to be so yeah I mean like processing that came with its whole jar of worms and like obviously as an athlete 
the one thing that I thrive off of the most is performing. You know, the day-to-day training I love, don't get me wrong, like I love being in a squad environment and I feel like I'm quite coachable. I enjoy it, I enjoy learning. However, performing, you know, doing something that you're good at and basically just showing off, like that's how I like to see it. Like whenever I have a performance, if you think about it, like you go to a theatre, you show off, you're like, look at me, I'm so good. I'm incredible this is why they're paying me to do this that's what I'm thinking when I'm rowing okay so yeah it's not so fun not being able to do that but it's not the end of the world it's far from it and this injury has taught me so so much which I'll get into um in the later parts of this episode but I think as well for me it's not just the fact that I'm not able to do you know the sport that I love I I literally have not rode so that's been quite difficult but it's also the fact that I tied a lot of identity to being a rower and being an athlete which is natural like it's something that I do multiple times a day not even just every day like multiple times a day I do things that have the athlete mindset as my core um even how I eat how I sleep how I socialize how I interact with people you know so it can be quite consuming and yeah I feel like now that I'm in the stage of acceptance and I'm just like I fully accept what has happened to me it's given me room to actually identify other parts of myself that aren't an athlete, that I love so much, so dearly. So let me tell you about a few of those parts because it feels like I've just unlocked this whole new side of Vire and like I just forgot how to exist outside of being an athlete and I'm just such a fun and cute person. So yeah, let me share. I went on holiday with my boyfriend. Um, Yeah, we figured out the name change situation that cost me damn near half the price of the holiday itself. Um, But I enjoyed myself so much. And oh my God, I'm very fortunate to be able to go to lots of different countries because of rowing. So this is another aspect where I was like, oh, I love to travel and I get to travel because of rowing. You know, I'm an athlete. But traveling outside of rowing and like even when I would travel with my family over summer break and stuff I would still have to you know train and like my I'd still be in the athlete mindset be like okay you gotta train you gotta make sure you're eating enough protein you know da, 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 da. and on those holidays I still did one training session but it was more since I'm injured I've had this mindset of like, if you get it done, that's good enough. Obviously to the best of my ability, but like a bike does not necessarily equate to how good of a rower I am. Um, So there's a lot less pressure. So yeah, I did like one training session and the rest of it, I was just exploring. So we went to Nice and then we had a whole day like, doing this expedition sort of thing um like a car came to pick us up in the morning and we drove to Ease S-A Ease I don't know how you say it but this village that is nearby um Nice and then we drove to Monaco and we saw Monte Carlo and it, it was just all so much fun and like 
the best weather ever like it was perfect weather okay because i hate like peak summer weather i i am a summer baby actually august 25th but oh something about like the still air and like the humidity and it being above 30 degrees makes me violently aggressively ill like i'm more of a spring gal but unfortunately here in the uk spring does not exist so it was quite nice to go to a country that experiences spring so it's like 20 degrees a little bit of a breeze oh gosh just what dreams are made of i had the best time and then the second day was just a beach day all right i'm sat on the sandy beach you know dip my foot into the sea it's freezing cold of course i actually went more than foot deep i was like hyping myself up because i saw this one instagram reel that was like mind off like turn your mind off and just like do the thing that makes you scared and i was like yeah i'm gonna do that hyping myself up like i'm gonna run straight into the sea i ran immediately turned around you can check out the video on my instagram it's actually hilarious because in my head I had swam out at least, I want to say, a good six feet. You know, I'd, I'd swam damn near half the ocean in my head, all right? But in the video, you can see I spent about half a second and I'm already running back out. Um, but anyway, that was it was still a fun time because I got a little bit of a tan on. And I think whenever I explain to people that aren't black or like they're not a person of colour, that I tan they're like oh but you're black i'm like no listen 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 i go gray like i literally go yellow my mom is quite light for a black woman so i'm i don't want to say unfortunately because everyone's beautiful in their own way but there's something about being a rich dark you know hydrated sort of tone and in the winter i just I, I start to look great genuinely so it was nice to get a kiss of sun and i'm finally starting to feel like myself again you know i'm starting to feel like the baddest bitch in the world again because oh nothing like a nice glow like and it was a glow from within as well i was so rested so happy and to be honest as soon as i got back into the uk all of that went away but that, that's fine we move it has kind of initiated this urge to travel within me and i'm like girl you don't have the money for that so sit, sit your ass down sit your ass down but i don't know it can be fun because so basically we we booked like a package holiday with lastminute.com and it was kind of cheap okay like in my opinion it was pretty cheap and i'm like oh my god if i just did that like three four times a year how good would my mental health be like i think i think that would be the cure therapy dupe <laughs> i love i love those real tiktok thingies where they're like therapy dupe yeah traveling is a good therapy dupe if you ask me um yeah so we unlocked traveler vire right like i thought she existed whilst i was still in the full shebang of rowing but this was a this was a new side of traveler vire and i was like wow loving life and also my favorite thing to do on holiday too is try the country's mcdonald's and i am giving france mcdonald's i don't see i don't know if the menu will be different in nice i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i'm giving nice france mcdonald's six out of ten 
The highlight was their chicken nuggets. Their chicken nuggets stole the show. And the quality of their beef was pretty good. But everything out, like, I got, okay, there's such a tangent. I'm not really sure how many people care. But my go-to order for McDonald's here in the UK is a fish filet, six chicken nuggets, and a cheeseburger if I'm feeling, like, crazy wild. Obviously, like, a fish filet meal. And then my drink of choice would be, like, a Diet Coke because... I'm a hot girl. Um, so I tried a muk poulet, like a, basically a French fish plate, and it was awful. It was actually the worst thing I've ever had in my life. So yeah, definitely don't get that if you are going to France and want to try McDonald's. Anyway, another side of Vire that I have unlocked, discovered, is Baker Vire. Like, okay, 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 who is she? Like, Great British Bake Off. I'm, I'm knocking at your door, like, you want me, you need me, <laughs> but I actually have made so many treats and goodies, the highlight being my cheesecake, I make a good cheesecake, I'll tell you that now for free, like, my cheesecake, 10 out of 10, the best che- cheesecake I've ever had in my life, and there's something about baking that is just so, like, <clears throat> enjoyable, I don't, I just really get into it, and, like, I get lost in it because you have to like taste as you go along I love cooking as well like I've always loved cooking but baking sometimes intimidates me because of first of all how time consuming it is and second of all the risk reward ratio is so off like I feel like baking is so high risk such a reward especially if I can just go and buy it in a store but when it comes to something like my cheesecake literally nothing compares so I feel like it's high reward um but I made two cheesecakes this week literally within the space of two days the first one was so damn good it literally went in the flash and I was like you know I'm gonna make another one so yeah I've been baking and I feel like that's been a good way to be creative because I don't know I feel like I keep on saying I feel like this this is just overboard anyway when it comes to being creative my creative outlet is more like social media and I really like creating posts and like curating a certain vibe for my Instagram in particular um I don't really like doing things well I do like drawing and stuff but I rarely am in the mood to do that so baking has been a really good way for me to have some off-screen creativity time you know you you always need your creativity time maybe I should get a coloring book actually I would never use it I would never like that coloring books piss me the fuck off I I can't even explain why but I think my Virgo brain is just like just tell me what it's meant to be you know like don't don't leave it up to me all right and like maybe that's why I like baking so much because you get told a recipe you know exactly what to do and I mean if you fuck it up that's on you it's a testament to how horrible of a person you are I'm kidding um but yeah like baking is just like clear cut you do xyz um boom you get a result and also the compliments that I've been getting for the food that I make like feeding the ego man feeding the ego you guys already know I'm an external validation babe when people tell me that I've done something good rocks my world absolutely rocks my world I mean 
it just it is what it is and I'm not sure it's gonna change anytime soon so I'll continue to get my external validation however I can um what else what else have I been doing so I've been reading lots as you guys know uh it's actually been a bit more difficult to read recently just because uh, okay this is tricky because I'm like I've accepted what's happening I've like accepted the fact that I'm injured which is good but it doesn't actually detract from the sadness that I feel you know it's, it's not nice to be injured and I think that's something that's really important to recognize just because you're sad like it doesn't mean anything negative per se like you're a human being with emotions they're valid and you you're still accepting what has happened and you still process what has happened but you're allowed to feel sad about it like give yourself that grace so that's been kind of interesting to maneuver so I say that about reading because I feel like I'm really with my own thoughts when I'm reading and it's not necessarily that I get any negative thoughts like oh like you're awful and you should just quit it's just like I'm like oh I'm really sad because I can't row and that's natural like that's so fine that is okay and I mean if I didn't feel this way then god I'd be wasting my time in rowing wouldn't I like if I wasn't passionate about it if I wasn't literally itching to get back to it then what is the point why am I doing this why am I investing all my time in this you know my time and money gosh so yeah it's been nice to finally accept the sadness too like as well as accepting the injury and accepting all the emotions that come with it and acknowledging that it's natural it's okay it's valid I've never been injured before and I'm so so lucky to have people around me that care and that have also been through it and I feel like they're more or less mentoring me through it because gosh it can really feel super isolating and before I was quite scared about how it would take a toll on my mental health because as I've said multiple times in every other episode the main thing that I've been trying to work on is improving my mental health um because I think that is definitely my weakest asset so yeah it's been pretty cool to see that I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was I'm a lot stronger than I gave myself credit for mentally especially because at the end of the day you need good mental health for the bad days like on a great day I'm not even thinking about oh my god I don't want to leave the bed of course I want to leave the bed on a great day I'm itching to get started I'm loving life so it's when the bad days come that you're really put to the test and you're challenged and that's when it matters the most so the fact that I'm able to get through it and uh, just keep my head held high stay positive I'm really really proud of myself so brief interlude whilst I'm actually whip out my journal to tell you the main three things that I have learned from being injured oh gosh it's it has been a lot and to be honest it's like I've learned more than just these three things but I think these have been the most important things for me let me just find the page because I read a lot of crap okay here we are so 
the first thing that I have learned is time is valuable so as a full-time athlete part-time student part-time worker as an athlete mentor for the Dame Kelly Coach Trust part-time nanny part-time coach I tend to have very 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 little time for myself and usually rest days are the first to go in terms of like my time priority like on a rest day I'll be like okay I'm just gonna do everything that I can all the admin all of that and usually end up feeling very unrested for the beginning of the next week which is just not productive and I see the way my other like peers I guess colleagues well the other athletes in my squad operate and they live a very simple life and sometimes I'm envious of that but then I'm like Vary you literally control your life like you literally are the one that is signing up for all of these things and like saying yes to whoever asks you know and I spoke about this in the last episode about how I'm trying to say no more in order to protect my peace and actually have a dedicated block to me time and yeah so basically being injured has taught me that time is so valuable and it's given me a lot more time to myself which I appreciate so much because I feel so rested like mentally I feel so much more clarity and I think when I'm on go 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 mode and really spread thin that's the recipe for disaster that's what's going to get me to burn out even quicker than I would have if I had just taken the time out for myself and taken time to actually properly rest and sometimes I equate rest as just physical rest I'm like okay I didn't move my body today you know maybe I did a light walk so I'm rested but the mental is just as important as the physical when it comes to being an athlete so if I'm not mentally rested how am I to expect my body to be physically prepared to take on the day and to take on the challenges that I throw at it it's just come on girl come on so one thing that I would like to implement and I know it's obviously going to take a lot of practice because it's very new to me I'm a busybody. I love being busy but like busy and even being injured I've still managed to fill out my days entirely um I just want to be able to treat downtime and treat me time with the same priority and value as completing a training session or going to work you know or completing an assignment I want to give it the same value and the same weight in my life as the other things that I prioritize because without the rest without the mental break gosh trust me my brain will find a way like (laughs) there will be a breakdown pending if I don't just slow down the pace and actually dedicate some time to just do nothing and it's difficult it's really really difficult in this day and age because there's always something to do and there's always something to stress about if that makes sense like in the back of my head I'm always like ah but I have to do this this and that like I need to organize this so yeah I'm not saying it's gonna be easy 
but I'm definitely gonna give it my best shot and I hope that you guys can do that for yourselves too because honestly it's just not worth it it's not worth killing yourself over and running yourself down mentally and just feeling so crap because I know for me as well when I get to the point I physically cannot do anymore because mentally I'm so fatigued I end up beating myself up and I'm like oh my god you're a failure like I can't believe you just can't do it like suck it up and it's like no you've not given yourself a moment to rest you've not given your brain a moment to just switch off come on what do you expect so yeah that's the first thing the the overarching thing the second thing is that injury is not a pause in the journey it is a part of the journey so the past few weeks i have been trying to avoid all like rowing talk and my feed is obviously all rowing and as i said april trials is coming up so people are getting ready getting ramped and i it's been painful for me it has been painful the FOMO has been killing me and I'm like telling myself that everyone's getting better without me and everyone is you know progressing getting faster than me fitter than me stronger than me and it's just so unfair and you know I've been torturing myself with these thoughts and it's been keeping me up at night it's been haunting me but one thing that I need to remember and I'm constantly reminding myself you know like it's something that I just need to make it intuitive and (sighs) ignore those silly thoughts because they are very silly is the fact that injuries are part of the journey there is not one incredible athlete that has achieved absolutely impossible things like things that the world could never imagine that has not been injured there i do not know one single athlete that has not been ill or injured and it's taken them away from their sport for a lump sum of time you know it's just a part of the journey by ray i'm not special you know like i'm no different to anyone else and this is like this is what I've signed up for essentially like I I know the risks of being an athlete I know that injury is something that will come by and I'll have to overcome and one thing Shay um a girl that I row with another black rower black female rower if you're interested follow her at Shay Rose um one thing she told me was that oh gosh it's just escaped my mind come on essentially the greatest athletes all go through injury and that is a part of the journey like that is what you sign up for that is what will make you great and the amount that I have learned which I could go on for ages and ages about has really proven that because I feel like the more I give myself the grace to accept this injury the more mentally resilient I come. And I can only imagine how that is gonna look like on finals day of Worlds, you know, finals day of the Olympics. Like how this mental resilience is gonna translate when it really counts, you know. Right now, I'm at the early stages of my career and 
in the grand scheme of things there's probably many more injuries to come ah, i hate to say it um but i'm ready for it like yeah so that was the main thing that shay said actually she was like you need to almost anticipate it and obviously not be wishing for it or expecting it but you know what you've signed up for you know what you're doing like it's almost like saying oh i'm gonna become a doctor and then being shocked when you have like 48 hour shifts like girl you know what you signed up for so yeah and for me this whole thing is so brand new doing sport being an athlete is so brand new to me and i always feel like i'm learning on the job thank god i've managed to shake the imposter syndrome that comes with it but i didn't know anything about what it meant to become an athlete what it meant to become an olympic champion and here i am living it day through day like trying to achieve that goal so being in this new side of being an athlete and being injured i'm like this is so weird this is so crazy like I hate it I absolutely hate it here but I need to embrace it and I need to accept it because it is a part of the journey and there's more to come and if I can anticipate it you know like the the better I become at just going with the flow and letting my body heal the easier the journey will be so yeah I hope that makes sense like I hope I was able to articulate that well because it kind of sounds a bit sadistic but it really isn't like I think it's quite a beautiful thing accepting this choice as a whole not just for the good you know I I can't just choose to be an athlete on the days that my body feels great and the days that I'm winning I have chosen to be an athlete and I have to commit to the good the bad the ugly I have to commit to the ungodly hours of training and the pain the doms and the injury you know i've got to commit to the injury too i can't just pick and choose what parts of being an athlete i want to do the third and final thing that i have learned from injury is working on weaknesses is the greatest form of progress so essentially what has caused this injury is the fact that i okay i've got a million and one things so i have a cam lesion and a tear a labral tear um but this could have been avoided if i had stronger glutes so basically the mission is get stronger glutes get a kim k booty baby and i I'm like joking to myself sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, everyone's going to think that the reason I've not been rowing is because I got a BBL. Like I literally am looking in the mirror at the booty gains and I'm like, oh my God, no. Barry, everyone's going to think you got a BBL. Everyone's going to think that you, you flew to Turkey and you got a BBL and that's why you can't row. Like booty's so fat. What the heck? So <laughs> anyway, yeah. Having weak glutes has always kind of set me up for failure i don't want to get all rowing jargon and like technical talk but if you're a rower you know you need strong glutes you need bloody strong glutes in order to actually use every inch of the stroke and ultimately be the fastest version of yourself that you can be so yeah 
it's always kind of been a hindrance but I've managed to overcome it and I've managed to just gloss over it by strengthening my strengths and just ignoring my weaknesses so actually working on my weaknesses and doing all the rehab that is meant to get me these strong glutes will ultimately be what brings me the greatest form of the greatest um amount of success because you know my my strengths are my strengths for a reason and they've got me this far but they can only get me so far all right like you're you're only as strong as your weakest link genuinely so the fact that I am able to dedicate so much time to investing in my weaknesses right now is truly a blessing like I don't know what I would have been having to do if I just continued on and ignored my weaknesses and was like oh you know what like the dodgy hip is the dodgy hip it's okay and to be honest my coach did say to me and it's really stuck I don't think she knew it was gonna stick this bad but like it was just quite sobering and I was like fuck like I think that's what really pushed me (laughs) into the acceptance of all of this but she was like to me if you had continued rowing how you were before you made the technical change that essentially injured me you would actually be getting slower and I was like that hurts <laughs> like because obviously my coach is the only coach that I've ever had so we have quite a great relationship we're very honest with each other and I trust everything she says you know I trust her wholeheartedly so the fact that she kept it real with me and said that I was just like damn like yeah I guess you are only as strong as your weakest link like my glutes just weren't strong enough to make me any faster and the way that I was trying to make myself faster was so exhausting so inefficient you know it just was not working so yeah really grateful that I've been able to give myself the opportunity to properly work on my weaknesses and like get to the nitty-gritty of it and I'm so so grateful for the support system that I have around me you know like the physios and doctors all these things that I've been able to access I definitely do not take it for granted and I realize the privilege that I have it's unreal like actually thinking about it makes me emotional because I'm just like wow very like so many people are invested in you and this should be a testament this should be proof enough that you are good enough you know that you are great enough that you are destined for greatness you don't need to prove by slaving yourself and overworking yourself and putting all this pressure on yourself it's not worth it like just use this moment and accept the fact that you're injured and allow yourself to live peacefully like it's it's been such a moving couple of weeks guys honestly I I'm in such a better headspace and as I said I still I still get really sad that I'm injured no one wants to be injured but what I've gained from it is absolutely invaluable like I can't even it's something that could not be replicated in any other way other than having to go through this and it's made me look in the mirror and it's made me confront so many demons that I've been trying to hide and run away from and it's given me such an honest picture of myself in good and bad ways you know I have learned that I'm stronger mentally I've learned that I am capable of doing things that I never imagined literally never imagined because I never thought I'd get injured 
but it's also taught me that sometimes I can be very unfair to myself and sometimes I can be quite mean that's not nice you know you should be nice to yourself um and I actually sometimes will be my biggest bully but what's all of that for because I want to prove to people because I I want to prove that I'm great I want to I want people to acknowledge my greatness and it's like no that will come in due time if they don't see it then they don't see it that's their loss but you know who you are and you don't have to prove that to anyone but yeah I gosh I really I really got moved because I just think that it's been crazy it's been a crazy past few months and literally in my entire life like I would have never imagined this happening and I don't know for some of you guys you may be like oh an athlete getting injured duh but I I don't know why I thought I was better than most I don't know why I thought I was exempt from that part of being an athlete so yeah here I am gobsmacked but having learned so 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 much in the meantime and I'm glad that I'm able to share it with you guys and I hope that you know you're able to relay that to other people who may be going through it if you are going through it yourself I hope that it's useful so yeah thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one